The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. I had a friend who, um, when I was at the Zen monastery, she came to be a monastic there for, I don't know how many years she was there, three, four years. But the first six months she was there, maybe the first year, every room had a mirror and a sink. And uh, she uh, taped up with newspaper her mirror because she wanted to spend a year without looking at herself in the mirror. And um, because she had grown up in a culture where how you look and, and, t- and fussing around how you look was a, a big part of the culture. And she wanted to know what it was like not to have that, this, this, this physical reminder always of how she looked and concerned for that and all that. Eventually she, she became a monastic, a real monastic, and, and shaved her head and all that. So I say this because um, many of us objectify our body. We have a relationship where we see the body through the lens of an object that you can put clothes on and present to people and, and um, dress up and, um, you know, very, very clear physical boundaries and very clear criteria about how, who we are in relationship to our body or or our society does it for each other. People judge each other based on their physical appearance one way or the other and objectifying. And then people have to live with that and deal with that and it can be quite hard. So that's one way of looking at the body, the concepts, the ideas we have about it, what it should be, how it shouldn't be, and all kinds of things. Uh, in meditation and with mindfulness, uh, we're really kind of living in the body from the inside out and not objectifying it, not living with concepts of the body, ideas of the body, but really letting the body show itself, let it reveal itself, the energies of the body, the feelings of the body, sensations of the body. And it's more about um, about uh, the, um, what's, uh, the emerge, emergence. What's emerging? The body is never static, it's never still. It's constantly something emerging, something arising, something coming, uh, and then things passing and dissolving and disappearing. And, uh, you know, if you did an exercise this morning about the hand, um, I've done a variation of that with people where I've asked them first to close their eyes and then uh, think about their hand, um, all the ideas and concepts they've had about their hands that maybe, I don't know, their fingers are too long or too short or too stubby or too thin or, or um, you know, the hand is this way or that way or it's too wrinkled or it's too this, you know. And some people have a lot of judgments say, about their hands or some other parts of the body. So imagine what you know with your hand. And now close your eyes and then feel the hand from the inside out and feel it independent of all those ideas. And what's the hand like without those judgments, without those ideas, without ob- objective ideas? And the hand, generally, unless it hurts or it's injured, the hand is fine by itself. It's great by itself. And inside out, the emergence of sensations, the emergence of functioning of the hand from the inside out 
uh, has a very different feeling than, you know, from the control tower and the ideas and judgments we have. Same thing with our body. We have all these ideas about our body and it can be quite painful. People have a lot of suffering around their body one way or the other. And, um, but to kind of be able to put aside all the concepts and ideas and then to feel from the inside what's alive and what's, what's true, what's happening independent of the ideas and the judgments and the concepts that we and society have. And oftentimes there's a lot less problems. There isn't the judgments that something is too much or too little or too big or too small or whatever we're, whatever we're doing. It just is a wonderful sense of um, aliveness and energy. And, and so in Buddhism, there's often, there, uh, you see in, the, in the history of Buddhist texts, Buddhist teachings, there's a lot of references to the body. Um, and sometimes they talk, they talk about different kinds of bodies. Um, there's a, a diamond body, and there's energy bodies, and there's rainbow bodies, and there's all kinds of different bodies they refer to. And, um, and it's, when I teach at Spirit Rock, there's a big tanka, big uh, Tibetan um, painting of the Buddha. And, uh, and if I, I don't mean any kind of disrespect for Tibetan Buddhism, but it's a little bit uh, cartoonish, uh, the colors and the kind of the outline and how it is. And um, it's really big, and it's the opposite where the teacher sits. So when I look at Spirit Rock, I can sit looking at it. And I love it because um, uh, there's uh, like a halo and layers of halos around it and all these colors. And I said, so that's how, from the inside out, that's how the body feels sometimes. So if you think of that, there's no Buddha like that, you know. These, you know, it's just these deities, they're making deities out of their Buddhas and, you know, this excessive icons that have them. But symbolically or kind of representationally, if you wanted to paint what it feels like from the inside out, some people would paint colors and radiance and auras and, you know, halos and all this energy that's moving. And so these different bodies... The, emergent, the, the emerging body, the dissolving body. So part of this mindfulness of the body is beginning to shift the identification or shift the locus of how we experience the body out of concepts and ideas where many people are stuck and into something that's much more fluid and alive and, and I would like to say is much more beautiful, much more wonderful than, than, um, than anybody could ever imagine. So, um, we'll take one more period for walking meditation and um, do your walking meditation as you wish. Um, and um, either walk in the hall, or walk outside, walk around the block, whatever you like to do, whatever feels right to you. And as you, but whatever way helps you stay close into your body, stay close and intimate in your little samadhi bubble, in your little meditation bubble where you stay close in, so you're not getting pulled off into concepts and ideas and other times and other places and in the world of your thoughts. Just stay close in here. And then see what is emerging. See what's arising. See what's, what's, what's bubbling in your body, what's, a, what's living in your body, what's coming in your body. And um, it might be very subtle. You might hardly understand what I'm talking about. Um, but it might be that your hands are tingling and alive, or it might be that um, 
you have a headache and that's what's emerging. And so then you feel, feel into your headache. Open up and allow the headache to get bigger. <laughs> make space for it and see what, ha- let it emerge. See what happens. Shift your, shift kind of your relationship and kind of let, let this emergent thing of your body show itself to you uh, in the quiet walking that you do. And then we'll come back in here for the last sit. So we'll start again in here at uh, ten and a half an hour. So we'll start again here at 3.40. Thank you.